I also just tried to find things that gave me joy. As much as exercise can give you joy, because I'm not going to lie, I, I'm not inherently in love with exercising. I just do it every day. So I don't, I don't want you to feel like you have to love it either. If you're trying to do it, it just has to be something that you want more than the alternative. You just heard from Michelle Schulp. Michelle is a fantastic web designer in the WordPress space. You may have seen her work, which includes the WordPress hierarchy chart. Recently, she launched a new initiative talking about fitness and freelancing. And last week, we touched a bit on mental health with the Ali Nimmons episode. This week, we're going to dive into physical health, especially when running your own business. This is another episode where I open up a little bit more than I'm used to talking about my own journey to become healthier and my pitfalls especially but Michelle offers some really really fantastic advice on what you can do and the mindset that you should take when approaching getting healthier so we'll get into all of that in a minute but first a word from our sponsors this episode is brought to you by our friends at Ahoy the easiest way to increase customer engagement on your WordPress site Install Ahoy, create a message box, configure where to display it, and start seeing conversions come in. You can create messages for cart abandonment, upsells and cross-sells, custom support, and so much more. Ahoy's flexible conditions let you choose exactly where and when you want your message to be displayed. I've recently installed it on my own WooCommerce site, and I've already seen increased engagement. And I know this because of Ahoy's powerful analytics and reporting. You will see ROI within days of installing Ahoy, if not sooner. And that's even more true for listeners of How I Built It. You can get an exclusive 20% discount on any plan. Visit useahoy.com slash howibuiltit and use the code howibuiltit at checkout. That's useahoy.com, U-S-E-A-H-O-Y, useahoy.com slash how I built it and the discount code how I built it. Use those today. Increase your engagement and sales on your WordPress site. Thanks to Ahoy for their support of this show. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of How I Built It, the podcast that asks, how did you build that today? My guest is my good friend, Michelle Schulp, the designer, developer, founder, main person at Mark Time Media and Freelance and fitness, fitness and freelance, fitness and freelance. Michelle, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I am fantastic. Uh, you live in uh, what I think is like the middle of the country, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the, the upper part of the middle, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, and so I'm sure the weather is generally worse for you than it is for me, but it's finally becoming nicer as we record this, right? Yeah, as of right now, it's beautiful and sunny outside, and here I am sitting inside with you, so that goes to show. Yeah, yeah, it's about the same for me. Of course, I have, like, terrible allergies, and so I'm taking respite inside my air-conditioned house until everything is fully in bloom, but that's not why we're here. We're here to talk about you and uh, everything that you do and build, so why don't we start off with who you are and what you do? Sure. So my background, I am a uh, designer and developer, uh, and I have been independent for the last 10 years. Uh, 
which uh, prior to that I worked at a small agency. Uh, but one of the things that that's done, obviously, um, I've been able to do a lot of interesting work with a lot of interesting clients. I've been able to travel and I've been able to speak. I've been able to help organize events. I've gotten really involved in the community. But one of the things that has been kind of in the background of all this that was very important didn't really necessarily have anything to do with technical part of my job and had everything to do with everything else in life. Um, noticing that all of my peers uh, and myself included were very sedentary. We were eating a lot of crappy food. Um, and the lifestyle kind of promotes that, right? Um, because, you know, at conferences, it's all like snacks and junk food and late nights out at the bars and like lots of coffee and glorifying the Mountain Dew Dorito life. Um, so as, as I was growing in my career, like as I was growing in my background, I was also noticing all of these other patterns happening in mine and other people's lives. So uh, that's what got me to where I am now. Cool. Very cool. So um, yeah, I should say that the I was very big into the Mountain Dew and Doritos life in high school and college. And now that I'm like an adult and a lot more sedentary, less sedentary than I was like two years ago before my daughter was born. But uh, man, I like, I don't think I can drink Mountain Dew anymore. I used to like, I used to drink it by like the two liter bottle. And now I'm just like, it's like too sugary. Uh, well, fun so. fact, uh, when I was in high school, uh, pretty much every day for breakfast during second period math class one year, I would eat uh, Cheez-Its and a can of Coke. And um, I remember we were learning about uh, multivariable functions or something. And I remember that I, it got so bad that when I was taking a test later on that topic, I was like, man, you know what I really want right now? <laughs> Some Cheez-Its <laughs> and a Coke. So I, I feel you on the, on the yeah. lifestyle. I was pretty, I was pretty hard into that too. Yeah. So. <laughs> right. It's, it's like, and it's like super easy to like, I mean, in grad school, I would drink like a full throttle, like those giant cans of full throttle. It's like Coke's energy drink. Um, <laughs> Like in between like our break, right? So I would like get it before class and I would drink it at the break because our class was nine to or seven to ten PM and that's a very long time and I can't stay awake for that amount of time. So like I would just chug a full throttle. It was sure. it was rough. It was rough life. <laughs> um uh, and so uh, I'm I'm glad to see that I'm not the only person who has noticed this. You've obviously noticed it and taken action. And so um your background is in design and development. Um, you are, I'll just, I think your designs are awesome. Like, I think they're fantastic. Uh, so would you say you're more of a designer or more of a developer or like you kind of do both nowadays? Uh, I'd say I probably, uh, I'd say probably like a visual UX strategy kind of straddles mm -hmm. that uh, pretty well because I, I do design, but I would say, I'm not necessarily going to win a design show award. I'm not doing mm -hmm. fancy groundbreaking design that other designers are going to be impressed with. Uh, and I'm not doing complicated backend development that other developers are going to be impressed with. So basically what I'm doing is I'm actually solving some problems and I'm doing like functional visual design, strategy-based user experience, and then like semantic front-end development. So 
Nice. Uh, I'll just add the caveat as a guy who has his master's in software engineering and knows a lot of developers is nobody is ever going to impress the developer <laughs> except for the developer himself or herself. Like that's uh, why would you do it that way when you can do it this way? Uh, well, they they both work reasonably well, so I did it this way. No, my way is better. Uh huh. Um, that's why we have the internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, I got like I when I had to defend my master's thesis, I got like ripped apart for this one area, and my friends came to it and they were like, "Why were you? Why were they so mean to you?" And I'm like, "Well, they a little they had to be, and a little." The hubris that comes with being a software engineer. Yep. Um, so, okay, so that's cool. I, I really like the way that you described kind of what you do. Um, this this uh, new website that you've launched, uh, fitnessandfreelance.com, is a relatively new endeavor, right? Mark Time Media is your freelance arm, right? That's kind of how you, uh, where you do client work through, yep. right? Yep. Uh, and then fitness and freelance is this whole other endeavor. Can you tell us a little bit about this uh, based on kind of what you've, you've noticed the poor lifestyle stuff that came with the territory of our career and then you decided to launch this website? Sure. So uh, I didn't do this on purpose. So a lot of it, like, like a lot of our journeys, I feel like it, it's partly curated and partly falling into a situation, right? Um, yeah. and in my case, uh, you know, maybe five or six years ago, I decided you know, um, I could just let myself go or I could now while I'm young, uh, start building good habits. Uh, that'll be easier to maintain later than it is to try to start when I'm older and, and more beat up. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was very much a personal journey. And I, I started doing a lot of research into different dietary systems, different exercise systems, et cetera, but it was all very internal and very personal. Um, maybe, uh, three or four years ago, uh, I started really incorporating that into my life to the point where uh, other people started noticing because I became that person that would start doing workouts in the middle of the field at a word camp or in the speaker room or talk about leaving a party early to, to go work out or talk about, um, you know, having long conversations over meals about what we're eating and, you know, different stuff. So um, it, it wound up, uh, this personal thing that I was doing for me uh, wound up being this thing that I talked about with a lot of people and people started associating me with it. Like they'd be like, you're the workout person. And which was hilarious based on my previous recounts of my life. <laughs> you know, this is not like inherent to who I am as a, yeah. as I was growing up. Um, so I started thinking about, uh, you know, like about a year or so ago, uh, I, I should, I, you know, I'm doing this. I'm, I'm spending hours of my day dedicated to this. I've done all this research. I know all these things and people are always asking me questions. I should, I should put something together, but it was really important to me to be different than there's infinite resources out there for learning about fitness, about health, about, you know, anything, but it was important to me to not evangelize because that's the thing you know like how do you know how do you know somebody's involved in whatever fitness trend or they'll tell you right like that's right. that's yeah, a thing yeah. um and I didn't want to be that person because uh what I also understand about my life is that I I do come from a place of privilege like one I work in the tech industry like 
hashtag privilege right there. Like we have, we have, you know, a, a lot of opportunities afforded to us and a lot of flexibility. You know, I'm a Caucasian, I'm from upper-ish middle class. I don't know what the qualification is, whatever. But like, I, I have a lot of time and resources available to me. Yeah. Um, I wanted to be able to share my story. Uh, I wanted to be able to help people, but I also didn't want to be like, I can do this so you can too. I wanted it mm-hmm. to be a lot more, um, a lot more inclusive than that. So that was kind of the struggle in getting started with this is figuring out how to, how to tell that story without evangelizing, without telling people what they should be doing, but just saying like, here's something I'm doing and it's working for me and here's why, maybe this could help you. This episode is brought to you by Pantheon. Starting a new project? Looking for a better hosting platform? Pantheon is an integrated set of tools to build, launch, and run websites. Get high-performance hosting for your WordPress sites, plus a comprehensive toolkit to supercharge your team and help you launch faster. On Pantheon, you get expert support from real developers, best-in-class security, and the most innovative technology to host and manage your websites. You can sign up a new site in minutes with a free account. You only pay when it goes live. That is my second favorite feature to Pantheon, only to the easy ability to create dev staging and live servers and push to GitHub. It's very easy to set those things up on Pantheon. So you can head over to pantheon.io today again to set up a free account. Pay only when it goes live. Thanks so much to Pantheon for their support of this episode and this season of How I Built It. We were both at WordCamp Miami back in March, and I, I thought your talk had some of the most actionable advice um, because it wasn't just like you need to wake up at 530 in the morning, right? Like, you know, all those people who are like, if you wake up at 4 a.m., you're going to be so much more productive. <laughs> um, you know, you didn't, you, you did that, and, and but uh, you didn't say you need to do that. You didn't say, you know, I'm on this. P- I don't even know what, what um, I think I know, like what uh, diet slash eating methodology you use, but you didn't really mention it during your talk. You were just like, here's some things. Here are small changes. Some of these you can choose to make. Some of them you don't. Um, it It's really all about you. I think you do that really well. Um, and it, it got me a little bit more energized. Uh, you know, I think later that day I was like going to drink a Coke and I decided not to uh, awesome. <laughs> because of, you're right, because of your talk. Um so uh, you know, I, again, I think I think you um, I think you do that really well. Um, I d- I do have I did have a question about this, right? Because I think the first time I noticed um, your dedication to this this type of new lifestyle was we were at some WordCamp. We tend to go to a lot of the same WordCamps. Yeah. Um, and you started like working out in the speaker green room. Yeah, that was uh, at WordCamp. That was at WordCamp DC, I think. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, you know, I, and I thought that was like super. I, I would. I don't want to work out in front of anybody. Like nobody <laughs> needs to see that. Um, and so I thought that was uh, really interesting that that you. Uh, it was so important you to work out. Was it like at a specific time or just that you hadn't done it that day? Yeah, it was mostly trying to fit it into the day mm-hmm. because yeah. uh, that was prior to my 
being capable of getting up at 5 a.m. thing <laughs> that I started this yeah. past year, which is awful and great. Um, so I needed to, I needed to find a way to, to fit something in. And so I, I, I started, started traveling with like resistance bands and stuff. And so I, to, so to paint the picture for people that are listening, it's not like I, yeah. I don't know. I, I wasn't like, getting ridiculously sweaty and gross and horrible, but I, right, I brought right. a change of clothes. You weren't doing like CrossFit, like right. in the middle of a... No, yeah. I brought a change of clothes and I was just doing a series of like body weight and calisthenic exercises that get my heart rate up, uh, do some resistance training kind of stuff. And uh, funny story too, uh, I actually have a couple of different airport workout routines that I do. And it is like a thing if you travel with me, I'm a, I'm probably going to be working out for at least 10 to 20 minutes in the middle of the airport. Cause we're just sitting there at yeah. our gate, like waiting and doing nothing. And so I could just sit there and stare at my phone slouched over like a lump, which is great. Or I could get on the floor and do like 400 ab exercises. Um, you definitely have to be the kind of person that either doesn't care what people think or pretends not to care what people think when you do that because everybody loves to stare at you and comment on it. Mm-hmm. Mostly they're all like, man, I'd look like that if I did that too. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> right? I don't know. But um, yeah, the whole uh, get comfortable being uncomfortable thing is definitely like a big part of, <laughs> of how all this yeah. That's that's super interesting um, for a couple of reasons. I, I love get comfortable being uncomfortable, um, and I'm writing that down in my notes. So that'll probably be like the quote tweet that I send out. Um, but uh, I I love that because you're right. Like we're just I don't know about even though I've got like TSA pre-check, I always need to get to the airport two hours before my flight. Yep. Just because I uh, I don't I don't want to be in a situation where I, I miss my flight. And usually with TSA pre-check, I am checked in and through security in 10 minutes. Uh, so now I have hour and a half before I board or whatever. Um, and you're right. I kind of just like feel gross the whole time I'm at the airport too. Like I don't feel like there's any really good like healthy food options at the airport. I find salad in most places that don't specialize in making salads like suspect. Um, and I, like I feel like just doing something like that um, would make me feel like a little bit better. Cause like by the time I'm off the plane, I'm like, I'm just, I'm a sweaty, disgusting mess and I have done nothing. Sure. Uh, so I might as well be a sweaty, disgusting mess and have done something. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's yes. And I mean, even, even if you're not going to be like me and like literally do crunches on the floor, I mean, if you're at an airport, usually carrying some extra stuff with you, I mean, whether you checked a bag, but you have your carry on or your whatever, um, just walking around extra with some extra weight that you're carrying around is a good way to get your heart rate up. Right. And we have airports are big. There's lots of space to walk around. I mean, I don't know, especially if you're at like Atlanta or something, just take one lap of the terminal and you're good. Right. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, to that end, there's also like lots of corners, right? There's uh, like, there's lots of places that are kind of hidden away in most of the airports I've been to. Um, especially if it's like early in the morning or late at night, which is generally when I like to fly. Um, well, is generally when I choose to fly to make the most of wherever I am. Yes. Um, and, and so you can, you know, it's not like you have to work out like right next to the bar where everybody is. You can find Mm -hmm. a place where you can do some exercises. Um, man, that's really cool. So, 
Why don't Why don't we, uh, since we are now about halfway through, sure. um, let, let's get to the title question. And I've got two uh, two facets of this. Okay. How did you How did you I'll let you answer the way uh, that I feel you think that you feel you think is best. Um, how did you build your workout routine or how can one or your fitness routine, let's say, um, slash how can one build out their own fitness routine? Mm-hmm. And then how did you build the website? Of course. Sure. So, yeah. yeah. So the first part of the story, uh, you know, how did I how did I kind of build where I'm at in terms of my routine uh, is Definitely over years of trying a bunch of things and research and stuff. Um, I, I've been like a, a tangential beach body person since college. You know, I never got involved in the, the, the MLM side of it, but I mean, I've been doing the workouts to mm-hmm. me. Uh, but to, to me, it was about finding the thing that I enjoyed. So I, I tried group classes and I found that I did not enjoy them, actually. But some people need that because they love, they love the collaboration and the being around each other and pushing each other. For me, I like to be inside my own head when I work out. And so the group classes didn't fit. Uh, video classes were a great alternative to that for me. And that worked, but some people that doesn't, um, I had some sessions in the past with personal trainers and stuff. So I learned a lot about good form, uh, which enabled me to be able to do stuff like build a weightlifting routine for myself that I could do. Uh, and then I also just tried to find things that gave me joy. And, and I mean, as much as, as much as exercise can give you joy, because I'm not going to lie, I, I'm not inherently in love with exercising. I just mm-hmm. do it every day. So I don't, yeah. I don't want you to feel like you have to love it either. If you're trying to do it, it just has to be something that you want more than the alternative. Um, uh-huh, but anyway, I so I, you know, I ride my bike when it's warm out. There's lots of biking here in Minneapolis. Um, I go on lots of walks, uh, that's really, you know, during the day, if I'm at uh, an office job, I'll go on a walk during lunch. Uh, I get up in the morning and I do weightlifting. I, when I travel, I do different body weight stuff. But it's basically just been a matter of just constantly doing research and constantly learning. And then same thing on the diet side. So um, I'm roughly in the paleo school, but everybody, I believe everybody needs to find a diet that works for them. And the best way to do that is to write things down write down how it makes you feel and then experiment from there. Like use the scientific method on yourself, like do something and then change one variable and then see if it's different. You know, that's, that's kind of fun. Cause I mean, I think it's fun cause I'm a nerd. Um, yeah. but Hey, I feel, you know, it, it is fun to kind of be able to experiment a little bit on yourself and see like what makes you feel good. What doesn't, what impacts something else. And that's what it's all been. And that's what it's going to keep being. There's a lot, more experimentation I need to do going forward. So, yeah, absolutely, and and I I like that too, right? Because uh, as you alluded to earlier, like people will be like, I do this, and this is the best one. Um, but everybody leaves off the caveat, you know, that works for me. Um, my wife and I have successfully done Whole Thirty two or three times now, right? And successfully, where we did it for thirty days, we saw measurable gains or losses, depending on what you're measuring. Mm-hmm. Um, like I felt better. I lost weight. It was wonderful. Um, but we've both realized that that's not really sustainable for sure. us. Um, or maybe for anybody. I think like the diet just straight up says like, you're going to do this for 30 days, maybe 45, and then you're going to want to reintroduce certain things. Yep. Um, but, uh, you know, it's I, so we liked that and then it's worked for us. 
in the past, but it's not something that we've been able to fully integrate, right? Um, so now we're kind of trying this uh, like paleo-ish. Yep. Like we're not strictly following paleo, but like the snacks that we eat are all paleo snacks. Instead of getting like a pint of ice cream, we make like these key lime paleo bars, which yep. are like crazy delicious. Yep. Um, so I think you're absolutely right. You got to find something that works for you. Um, in the summer, I do like a two-mile walk every morning, um, hopefully before my daughter wakes up. <laughs> uh, only only when my wife is home. Uh, so if my daughter does wake up before I get back, someone's there for her. But, um, you know, that works. That worked especially well for me in the summer. In the winter, it's a little bit harder. So um, I like experiment and, and write it down because uh, then you kind of get to see exactly what is working for you, how you felt in the moment uh, versus like what you just think you felt like a month later or whatever. Yep, exactly. So, um, cool. And, yeah, and so in terms of the website, so uh, being a WordPress person, I, I built it in WordPress uh, with a using the same uh, custom-based theme that I use for all of my client work. Uh, and it's, it's really always interesting when I am building something to use as the administrator as opposed mm -hmm. to just building it to hand over uh, because I deliberately chose for all of my internal pages to 100% use Gutenberg so that I can make uh. myself use it, right? So make myself uh, eat the community dog food. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I can use it then to kind of uh, teach myself how to work with that from an administrator perspective and maybe, maybe more from a developer perspective as well. Um, also, uh, in terms of the website, another thing that I'm trying to build around that, aside from just the tooling that I use to build it, it's pretty standard stock WordPress, um, but I'm also trying to build community around it. And I've had a lot of conversations with other people in the WordPress space that I know are going on their own fitness journeys. There's several people that uh, I'm friends with that have, have done a lot of things. Uh, uh, Mark Benzikin, Mike Hale, Shada, like they've all done these, these things and they're talking about it. Um, I ultimately want it to be not just me talking about stuff I do, but like a place to showcase a lot of different community members stories uh, because they all come from different backgrounds and have a different story and are at a different place in their life. And if someone can't relate to me, the 30-something white female in a city, maybe they can relate to somebody else who's in an entirely different place, right? And then the more stories we share, the more we can normalize all of these things, the more we get it out in the open, the more we talk about the successes and the struggles, I know I think the better off the whole community will be, so... Yeah, man, I, I really love that. Um, and you named a lot of really cool people there, too. Um, I haven't talked to Shada. This is just a sidebar for everybody listening. I haven't talked to Shada in a while, so I hope she's doing well. <laughs> seems like it. She seems happy with her latest venture. Good, good, excellent. I'll, I will link to Shada's Instagram in the show notes for this so oh, you yeah. can see what she's up to. It's very yeah. beautiful. It is. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but no, I, I like that because... Uh, you know, I think, again, kind of with the social, the, the way that people do social media, it's like they'll show the before and after pic. I lost 50 pounds doing this over the last, however, um, you know, many months. Uh, but you you only see the before and after, right? Mm -hmm. Like you, you don't see what happens in between. You don't see what happens after. If I'm going to be true to myself, I'm going to post the before and then the after and then the after after where mm -hmm. like I fell off and I gained 20 of those pounds back. Yep. Um, 
But you know, I'm, that's not the pe- the things that people want to highlight. But talking about those struggles, part of the reason I started this show is because you want to hear the failures along with the good. Because you don't just want to, you know, you hear like the success story, uh, and then you set a unreasonably high bar for yourself. Yep, exactly, so. exactly. And uh, I'm actually about to publish this week uh, a re- a long recap post on the results of religiously tracking every single thing I ate for an entire year. Um, that wow. that is as of Saturday this week that we're talking. Uh, that will be 365 days of not missing a single thing. And there's a lot of uh, there's a lot to unpack about that. I'm doing like a, a scientific method style write up about it. Um, and I think that'll be kind of hopefully eye-opening for people in good and bad ways about what that does. This episode is brought to you by Creator Courses. Do you feel confused and overwhelmed by the amount of tools to help you build websites? Are you worried that you are not using the best tools for the job? Do you feel like you ought to spend more time building and less time researching? Like you, I thought I needed to learn every tool, language, and platform under the sun to be a good web professional. And as somebody who's been doing this for 17 years, I can now tell you, you don't. Creator Courses offers short, focused courses, tutorials, and webinars to help you learn the right tools quickly. Then you don't have to waste any more time researching and you can get back to producing billable work, confident that you've made the right choice. And now you can access all of those resources by becoming a Creator Courses member. You'll be able to take any course we offer, including member-exclusive mini-courses on how to use specific tools. You'll also join a great community. And listeners can get 15% off the already low price by going to creatorcourses/build. Spend less time researching and more time building. Visit creatorcourses.com slash build today. You know, I, I want to touch on your your WordCamp Miami talk a little bit. I tried to find my notes, but I think I took this, I, I think I wrote it down in a paper notebook um, that I always have on me except for this very moment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, as far as, um, you know, I'm going to ask you the trade secret later, but mm-hmm. um, what's what's some actionable advice that, that uh you usually give to people who are like, you seem to be crushing it with the fitness stuff. Like what, what can I do? You know, I'm a overweight 30 something year old man with a kid. Um, it's, it's hard for me to, to wake up at five 30 in the morning, uh, and work out or whatever. Like, what do you recommend for, for people in those situations? Cause I know you had really good actionable advice in that talk. Sure. So, uh, I mean, yeah, a lot of, and I do have a corresponding blog post that outlines all the stuff in that talk. Uh, awesome. So if people want to read it, they don't like watching stuff. I'm one of those people too. So uh, that's there. But um, I would say for people that don't really know how to get started and it just feels overwhelming and insurmountable and like, I'm already just, I just can't, like, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it, it sounds simple. It is, it's simple, but not easy. The best Mm -hmm. way to start is to start. Um, Any any small change is still a change. And again, if we're talking the scientific method, you really only want to change one or two things at a time and see how that makes you feel. So if you're completely sedentary or or whatever, um, you know, adding in 
adding in daily movement in terms of like walking is great. Uh, you don't have to jump right into 5 a.m. 60-minute workouts seven days a week like like I do. Um, that would be actually a terrible idea, and I would not recommend it. <laughs> um, if you're used to eating, you know, just whatever you want and not really thinking about the nutritional content or whether it's going to make you feel good later, you know, swap out. I, I think one of one of the big things I mentioned in my talk was eat, eat the rainbow, right? Um, mm -hmm. Try to, it, it's hard to think about eating healthy, but you can think about eating a whole bunch of different colors, right? And as long as those colors are coming from natural sources and not, it's, we're not talking a bowl of Skittles. <laughs> um, we're like, talking eat the rainbow not taste the rainbow right correct yeah, um, if, yeah. if your plate has a lot of different colors on it you're probably getting a variety of nutrients like we could talk about you know dialing in different you know you don't have to go all the way to the level of where I am where I'm looking at macronutrients and blah 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 like no like even just right. starting with hey does my plate is my plate kind of beige or like, can I add some reds and greens to that right Yeah. Um, that's like a great way to get started so it's really just incremental change um and not necessarily focusing on numbers or aesthetics but really focusing internally on like how you feel because the other stuff kind of will will reflect how you feel so nice nice i love that and that um that reminds me of uh the book atomic habits which i read at the end of 2018 he basically says the same thing he's like don't don't go change everything today because you will fail. Um, but if you make these small changes, right, instead of, um, I don't know, instead of like texting uh, somebody downstairs to get something for you, walk downstairs and get it yourself, right? That's some movement that you get in the day. Yep. Um, make these smaller changes first. Uh, and so I think I think that's just fantastic advice. Um and then I had another thought, which completely escaped me, but I found the blog post, um, and I will link that. Oh, yeah. The other thought I had was, you know, don't do the stuff that you're doing today. Um, you weren't doing the stuff that no. you are doing today no, when no, you first no. started, right? No. It's like it's like people who look at, like, Lindsey Vaughn, and they're like, oh, I want to ski like that. Lindsey Vaughn skis like that because she she was doing the pizza carrot or pizza french fry thing when she was, like, two <laughs> years old or whatever. Um, so, you know, don't – don't compare yourself with somebody who's a lot farther in the journey than uh, than you are. Start where you are, and like you said, see how it makes you feel. If eating a whole pint of ice cream makes you feel like garbage in the middle of the night, speaking from personal experience, then don't eat a whole pint of ice cream the night before, and you'll feel better. Yep. So, cool. Um, this is great. As we're as we're kind of winding down. Um, I know you mentioned a couple of plans for the future and that you want to try to build a community around uh, this website, fitnessandfreelance.com, which I will also link in the show notes. But uh, what are some other plans for the future as far as um, your own fitness journey and, and this website goes for you? Yeah, so I, I kind of feel that right now I'm very much at a crossroads. You know, I've been doing this thing for a year, this kind of personal experiment that was supposed to last three months and the whole <laughs> year. Um, so I kind of feel like I'm at a crossroads kind of trying to define uh, where all that's at. I, I feel like the next step is going to be more holistic. So obviously I feel like I've got my habits down pretty well. You know, I, I go through all the right motions. I eat food, I work out, I do my work. I try to go to bed at a reasonable hour. Like I do all these mm -hmm. things. But um, 
really then doing the work inside myself to make sure that like it's all coming from a healthy place mentally um, mm-hmm. rather than just doing healthy actions but still feeling right. terrible. So I think that's probably yeah. like the future of that. And I think that is also another great thing that the tech community has been very much in need of. And a lot of people are doing some great stuff in the mental health space as well. So I think ma- like incorporating that holistic physical plus mental health thing is is a great place for the message to go. Yeah, man, that that's awesome. Um, and if I will get more personal than I normally get uh, ever um, in, in the times that I've really worked out, like I've like real, like I'm going to go to the gym and work hard. We're always uh, following some, usually with my love life. Cause my love life was terrible before I met my wife. Um, like I would face like rejection from somebody I was in love with. Right. And then that would follow like three months of just working out hard. And um I think that, you know, kind of why am I doing the, am I doing these healthy actions to be healthy or for some other reason? Um, I was kind of working out for the wrong reason there, right? I was just like, I am mentally in pain. And so I want to put my body through uh, like this physical toughness. And of course that doesn't last. I'm very happy with my really, I'm happily married with, uh, with a fantastic daughter. So that driver is just no longer there for me. Uh, And if I do it right, we'll never be there for the rest of my life. Right. So, um, I think that uh, that's another really great piece of advice, right? Put these habits in place and then um, and then kind of take a, a, a big picture look. Why am I doing this? I really love that. Cool. Um, so let's let's wrap up then with my favorite question, which is, do you have any trade secrets for us? Yes. So I actually kind of do. And the trade secret, I think, to doing this uh, successfully is this. Um, remember that every moment is a choice. Uh, you can make any of the choices and all you have to do is just fully own that choice. So it doesn't mean that if you make a particular choice or not, that you are good or bad or otherwise. Um, if you choose to get up at 5 a.m. and work out, you made that choice. Uh, if you choose to get some extra sleep because you feel exhausted, you made that choice. Um, if you choose to uh, eat a cupcake at your friend's birthday party, like make that choice. Um, don't, don't feel like you're bad. Don't berate yourself. Don't say you shouldn't have done something. Just Im- Im- fully embrace whatever choice it is that you made and the results of that choice. Because I think that's, that's the only way that we can do this and, and still feel like really good about ourselves and still have joy. Cause like we have, we get one life, right? It's yeah. not just about, it's not just about like, you know, beating our bodies into submission to be perfect. Cause like, you know, you can't take it with you. So, yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think just be purposeful with your choices, own them, embrace them, enjoy them. Yeah. That's, uh, that's excellent advice. Something I will definitely have to remember. Um, because I do beat myself up when I eat like too much or whatever. Um, and usually if it's like, if it's like early in the day, I'm like, well, this whole day is gone now. So I'm just going to eat like crap the whole day. But if I remember every moment is a choice, all right, I made a bad choice for breakfast. Let's make a better choice for lunch. So. Yep. Cool. Well, Michelle, thanks so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, well, I am Mark Time Media pretty much everywhere on the internet. So, uh, Anywhere you go, I'll probably be there. And then obviously uh, fitnessandfreelance.com if you would like to 
follow along or contribute to uh, this kind of community resource about fitness journeys in the creative and tech space. Awesome. I will link that and everything we talked about in the show notes. Michelle, thanks so much again. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks so much to Michelle for joining me today. I really loved all of her advice. Honestly, it's something that uh, we don't often talk about on this show. I often don't talk about in uh, public spaces. You know, I'll, I'll talk to my wife about it. But um, I really, really love her trade secret. Uh, remember that every moment is a choice. Uh, and and I like that because often, you know, what I'll do is I will make a bad choice and then I'll think, well, my whole day is ruined, so I'm just going to eat whatever I want. Uh, if I have a bad breakfast, with this advice, I could say, well, I, I can at least recover for lunch. Uh, so um, again, thanks to Michelle. Uh, definitely check out her um all of her resources that will be linked in the show notes over at howibuilt.it slash 129. Thanks again to our sponsors, Ahoy, Pantheon, and Creator Courses. Their support is what makes this show happen. I want to thank you for listening, and I do want to ask you a question of the week, and that question of the week is, what big takeaway did you get from this show? How are you going to try to be healthier or what uh, encouraging advice did you get from Michelle? So let me know either on Twitter at Jay Casabona or by emailing me joe at howibuilt.it. That's it for this episode. If you liked it, please share with somebody who you think needs to hear this message. And until next time, get out there and build something. <laughs>